Welcome back. It's another episode of the Awful Service Podcast. This is the podcast that four out of five dentists agree has nothing to do with oral health. Uh, that, that other one is my dentist, and uh, we're, 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 we're pals. We hang out. He gives me floss sometimes. It's great. So, and it's also that kind of podcast. They give floss to everyone. Uh, yes, we get floss to everyone, too. <laughs> if, you, if you want floss, you can get it from the Awful Service Podcast. We got floss it's in the merch. Uh, it's yeah, that's right. That's gonna be our first merch. Just awful floss. Uh, it's me, your host, Matt Doima, with Nathan Mesrud. Uh, making sure our audio sounds oh so pretty is the man with the prettiest mustache this side of the Mississippi. Oh, thank We've you. We've got Jalen Russell, everybody. Thank you. It's Jalen Russell with the curly mustache. <laughs> thank you. And you guys, you guys. Uh, we're making awful history yet again. I can't believe it. I know. It just, we, it never wants to go away. I don't get tired of it. Never. I enjoy it. I just can't believe it every yeah. time. It's true. Uh, this next guest is an American patriot. Uh, he's a man whom uh, all but four of our guests have performed on his stage. So out of the 40 some episodes we've had, only four guests that we've had have not have not performed on that stage. Uh, I believe he's also the Korean taco eating champion of Tuscaloosa. Um, I, there's so much that can be said about this man. Um, he, uh, he's very uh, bespeckled. He, he's, he's got some of the best glasses in the game. I don't know if you know this the best glasses. Uh, he also uh, has a toe wrestling championship in parts of Florida unknown. Uh, he's also the intro king at the uh, longest running Twin Cities Comedy Showcase. Give it up, awful listeners, that all of the awful listeners that are out there. All of them from awful one, two, three, four, five, six, 10, 12, and 14. All awful 37 of you. Give it up for the Minneapolis The host Com of the Monday Night Comedy Night. Show. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen and, and everyone else, we have Andrew Brindlinson. Hi. Andrew. Hello. And uh, if anyone knows Andrew, they know why we gave him the longest introduction in awful service history. Making history. Awful history made by watching me. Hi, Andy. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me, guys. This is great. Glad to have you. Yeah, yeah, we've been we've been trying to make this work, and all it took was an apocalypse. So mm -hmm. there there we are. And and Zoom. Apocalypse and Zoom. Those two we need those two. I think things. you asked me in your first like couple weeks of doing this, and I uh just uh, either I didn't reply fast enough or um I don't know. You got more interesting people. <laughs> uh, 47 more interesting people than I. So. 
This is the Awful Service Podcast. It's a podcast where we talk about customer service stories and uh, some of the things there within. Uh, the first segment on the show, Andrew, is one we lovingly refer to as the resume. Show us your resume. Why should we hire you? Have you ever had a job right to open fire you? Tell us all about yourself and your place of business. Talk about your former jobs, filthy, shady politics. Show us your resume. Yes. Uh, no, that is actually uh, uh, Mr. Rogers and the Make Believe Friends. Cool. Devin, Devin <laughs> Cook and Zach Strange Alwyn's uh, uh, love child music, and that uh, they they lovingly wrote. They, that, man, they've had that. We've had that for uh, over twenty episodes, almost thirty episodes now. We've had that little theme, so that's fun. Shout out to those guys. Uh, okay. So, Andrew, uh, you can have at it. Start wherever you like, man. Well, my first job was at a as a server at a place called Steak and Shake. Ooh. It's a, uh, a chain that is uh, famous in uh, Indiana, Ohio, and everywhere but Minnesota. Yeah, that's um, weird in the Midwest. And, uh, I worked there for about, about a year and a half. Um, and, uh, uh, and yeah, um, worked at various other, uh, places in between odd, like sold pagers and cell phones at one point, uh, when pagers were still a thing. Um, I did work at a, uh, a restaurant. Uh, the last restaurant I worked at was actually in in 1999 um and i forget the name of the restaurant uh but it was uh it actually uh it closed down temporarily because they the kitchen was sinking into the sub basement <laughs> uh, wait wait and it was not the building wasn't structurally sound enough to be safe um like it, it the it was doing very well it wasn't it wasn't fine dining but it was like the the tier right below fine dining so um you know, uh, the servers made a lot of money, you know, selling and upselling wine and stuff. And uh, so it was like in an old and, historic uh, building too. It probably looked really cool too. No, it, that's the thing. It was in the middle. It was in a parking lot of, of uh, a place in Indianapolis called the fashion mall Keystone at the crossing. And um, it, you know, high end store stores. Uh, but it, you know, it was just, you know, there was a bank next door to our building, you know. And, oh, um, okay. Wait, this wait, wait, is wait, a, wait, there wait. was we a heist afoot. Some, someone yes, was tunneling. I, I smell. <laughs> and that yes, is the I reason why your a, kitchen was sinking. There was a there was a dishwasher that's like, okay, here's I'm going to work here for five years. Long-term plan. I'm going to let the sink run through. Everyone thinks it's because I think it's going to the drain, but actually I know that erosion over time is going to, because there's, this there's is a cavernous. shared this is wall the directly with lot. the vault of this bank, I have no doubt. Right, and he can just sneak in there after, you know, and then then all the doubloons are his. Okay? Yeah, getting that gold. All the lock boxes. Yeah. It, he found his own Curly's well gold. Uh, I, rem I remember there was a uh, there was a bank, then us, and then uh, on the other side of us was a Dick Clark's American Bandstand Grill. <laughs> Another thing to steal. Double heist. They can also go they get that sweet memorabilia. All under us and to the bank. Yes. And uh, so they uh, they closed the restaurant uh, temporarily at first for uh, uh, for 30 days and uh, gave everybody a pinch, uh, like a, not a severance, pension, but a, a severance. Thank you. And uh, since I had been working there for all of, I 
think maybe a month and a half. Um, I, my, my severance was $32. <laughs> Uh, because in Indiana, you you know you get you get two fifty an hour, and then the tips are you know what you live off yeah. of. Yeah. And um, yeah, so um, <laughs> they uh, that that so ended my uh, my my career as in food service, and then uh, and then I I've I've been in uh, customer service on the phones um, about seven years now. So that I worked at a place called Zero Res on the phones and uh and then uh worked at Allianz for a little over half a year um which is insurance and uh and retirement funds soccer uh, stadium that's how you say it soccer stadium yeah i'm Allianz? sorry Allianz Allianz yep it's a german i thought it was Allianz nope no that's no. a that's an album by or Allianz i thought it was like Allianz <laughs> Alliance? No, it looks like it, but it's no, it's it's pronounced Allianz, and it is a German company. It's uh, um, it actually has some ties to uh, some uh, some Nazi Ooh. ties, actually. Uh, yeah, they uh, they actually address it not on their like record, uh, which, not uh, like Volkswagen or Mercedes, BMW, <laughs> the, <laughs> the people's insurance, or or, or Kinder Chocolata, <laughs> Vox Allianz, Paul Honor, Your Care. No, I don't. I don't know if that every every delicious German delicacy you've ever eaten. Yeah. <laughs> every every so anyway, German I, right website now, we're, has we're, a has a uh, an I'm sorry clause at the bottom of every website. They do. So they have a frequently asked questions, and there's a big a big chunk on it about you know their ties and what they've done to kind of rectify and and you know and fix any ill-gotten gains that they might have had so uh i'm not you know i i hated the job so let them burn i don't give a <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah now i i work for a, a company that uh i answer people's emails f for uh class action lawsuits so it's i still speak with angry people it's great fulfilling class action lawsuits against anything <laughs> against restaurants yes. hmm. Has there been anything like against like a restaurant or like a, a, a retail chain? There has. Yes. Um, lots of, uh, we, we handle lots of cases. So it, it runs the gambit. I mean, we got stuff against GM, uh, got stuff uh, against some restaurants, uh, but they're like mostly restaurants like in the Chicagoland area um, or, uh, you know, like Kentucky, Tennessee kind of places. Um, like the case of the, the, the man yeah. from Peoria who didn't have all he could eat shrimp at Red Lobster. Nothing like that. It's mostly like uh, a lot of cases where the employees uh, had to clock in using their fingerprints, like some biometric stuff. Oh, um, and then, you're, you're, you're hoping the is, good guys. You know, in this. Seemed illegal in, uh, uh, in certain states. So, mm -hmm. or at least keeping the data. I don't know. I don't know if like biometric scanning is illegal to clock in or not but it is illegal to like keep that information so yeah i haven't signed any non-disclosure agreements so i'm good nice. to talk about it yeah what is it? Uh, uh, otherwise you're just gonna start making up like names you know like schmall of martin <laughs> and uh you know best okayest burger of all time yeah don't don't drive a a, a mevy Mequinox, uh, <laughs> uh, 
2013. I think years are okay. Oh, no. no. <laughs> no everyone, everyone's on too. board with years. <laughs> Don't drive that car from 1837. <laughs> your family's going to die. So, yeah. So I've done, I've done, I, I have served food. I have eaten lots of it. And I have been yelled at by lots of people who are angry about their money. So kind of like a J.G. Wentworth situation? <laughs> yeah. My money and I want it now. <laughs> yes. You're the, you're the guy on the phone. Yes, I know. That's the other guys. But I'll I you want later. you to have your money now. But sadly, so can, my hands are tied. So you can leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> I don't want to hear from you anymore. I actually have said, sir, I know you're mad, but you're not mad at me. I'm trying to help you. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. You have that lock and loaded, don't you? Oh, Just yeah, absolutely. I, I kind of, I wait for them to go off and I'm like, oh, oh, please, yes. <laughs> drop an F-bomb. Please drop an F-bomb. I get to hang up on you if I want to. <laughs> I'm going to say something that's like, I'm not angry, I'm disappointed. <laughs> like, it's going to be like that. And then they're going to go home and like, they're going to have to look at their kids and think about the fact they yelled at a guy on the phone for no reason. See, Pete Holmes, you guys just trying to help Pete him. Holmes has a great bit about uh, dealing with people uh, on a telemarketer service things like as long as you don't swear at them or threaten them, they have to stay on the line. And he's like, do you realize what a gift that is? You can say anything you want. And they got to stay on the line with you, and you just start saying all this crazy shit. <laughs> we don't. We don't have to. Uh, we don't have to stay on the line at uh, at the place I work now. Uh, in fact, one of my coworkers, uh, I when we were still working in the office together, now we're all working remotely. But uh, he would often end calls saying, "I, uh, ma'am, I have to take another call now, so I'm going to end this one," and which is not true at all. <laughs> <He> just, <laughs> Talk to, my you know, mom's calling. Is, <laughs> you know, yeah. Hey, my board um, is lit up right now. The other room. I gotta go. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's so. like the old. You have to go. Like, oh, sorry, I gotta take another one from Tuscaloosa. Hold on. Yeah. I don't know why I, I'm stuck I on. Yet Tuscaloosa. to receive a call from Tuscaloosa. You should. I, Let me know when you do. I will. I'll text you. An important so, client. Would you, would you get? <laughs> would you get me on my beeper? So how was it to sell beepers at like, because I'm assuming it was right at the death of beepers you were selling them. Uh, it, that was the summer after I graduated high school. So I'm going to date myself here. Uh, summer of 96 was when I, okay. uh, when I sold pagers and cell phones and the cell phones were all f- like flip phones. Um, and they were beautiful. Big chunky battery on that thing. Huge. Huge. I actually used, uh, once the, the pager stopped, uh, stopped, you know, I stopped buying the service. Um, I used it as a, as my alarm clock to wake up for at least five years wow. after that job. Yeah. My aunt was See, the first one I ever remember having a cell phone in the very, very early cell phone days. And, you know, it was for emergencies only. And she's like, don't even look at it. It'll cost me money. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah, absolutely. Was it the bag phone? I think my original cell phone plan was... Uh, I think I got 80 minutes a month of talk time for free. Uh, but then uh, it was like free nights and weekends after nine o'clock. Oh yeah. So, and that's when I, you know, that's when I did all my talking and. 
Oh yeah, me and uh, I remember in college, we, me and my buddies would be hanging out, and then be like, "All right, it's nine o'clock, time to like call home and talk to mom," and we'd like all leave like right mm-hmm. at nine o'clock to go check in with mom and dad. Yeah. And what was fun is I went to a really small college, kind of in the middle of nowhere, that because cell service was so terrible, especially in North Dakota, is very spotty. And the only place we could get uh, cell phone reception is if we walked just off campus to where uh, a grain elevator was, and we climbed to the tops of the trains parked at the grain elevator in order to get cell phone reception. Wow. So this, that's to my, call your that, mom? To call my mom. That is the, <laughs> that's my pioneer story out in the, the wild plains of North Dakota. <laughs> In the early days what of cell you phone. Like you, you were trying to hide it from your mom, but there was so many steps that you had to go through <laughs> that you're like, the stress would have just gotten to me and I would have started crying. <laughs> like, I'm, just, I'm drunk. I can't do this. I can't. Oh, we would often Sorry. bring cases of beer and just kind of sit out, sit out the rest of the night on top of these trains, even after the phone calls. Oh, yeah. Buddy passes out and he ends up in <laughs> <laughs> I'm stuck where on is, that. Where is Tuscaloosa? Alabama. Yeah. Oh. Gross. I don't know why. <laughs> That's a fun word to say. Who's a different weird city, Matt? No. <laughs> um <laughs> so you were you were you were selling pagers. So I have to assume this was this in Indianapolis? Yes. Okay. So how many drug dealers do you think you gave a page or two? Oh my god, probably all of them. I even the <laughs> old men that came in and said I'm on a pager with you know with with voicemail service. Gotta gotta and, move yeah. some weight. I'm saving up for retirement. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We had I mean we had nice the the pagers when they first came out were just ridiculous. I mean we had the ones that were you know with all the clear cases that looked like you know translucent blue and pink and stuff. Um but we also had the big chunky ones that uh, actually, uh, I guess, were precursors to text messages. Um, but you had to call in to a service, say the thing, the statement that you wanted to, them to type into your pager, and you had to say it clearly. And uh, and then they would be like, you know, hang up if you're done, and <laughs> done. And then ten minutes later, the text would appear on. Uh, this you know five hundred dollar little pager. <laughs> so, yeah, it is yeah. Kind of, when you think about how much was spent on that technology, mm-hmm. and, and like how much time has passed since then, and how like archaic the idea of a pager is. Yeah. Like, I don't. Did Jalen? Do you even know what a pager is? <laughs> how, how young do you think I am? Twelve. <laughs> I I grew up with dial up internet. Like yeah, I'd, I've yeah. never used a pager. I've never. S- Everybody grew up with dial-up internet. We're not all that. Young. Yeah. But do you know what Juno.com is? <laughs> Juno. No. No. All right. Hint. It's not about the city in Alaska. No. Prodigy.net. Nope. Netscape. No. I know Netscape. Okay. Ask Jeeves. But you only heard it spoken of in reverent whispers. <laughs> <laughs> you know what GeoCities is? Oh yeah. <laughs> My first Ebaum's website world was on GeoCity. 
I had an Animaniacs GIF that uh, told me if I had an email. Ooh. That's it, literally. It's it. And it said Andrew Brindleton. <laughs> My dad was kind of an early adopter of computer technology in the workplace. He had a, uh, he ran his own photography studio. And uh, he, he got something somehow off of early internet that he installed into his computer that whenever his computer started up and fully loaded Windows 95, it, w- <laughs> it would be the Jim Carrey uh, uh, version of, or uh, from the mask, his, his, com- his uh-huh. computer would boot up and go smoking every time he'd turn his computer on. <laughs> <laughs> can I can I admit something? Uh, you just you guys, you got to keep it real quiet and and bleep it out so nobody else knows. I've never seen the mask. Oh wow! Problem with share movies. With sharing that? <laughs> no, I'm thinking. I'm talking about the 1980s oh, mask. classic mask. <laughs> oh, the mask. <laughs> They're stolen. And Rocky Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that yeah, uh, Rocky had a heart of gold. Uh, yes, no, it, you know that's that's a fantastic movie. Um, you know Sam Elliott's in that. Yes, too. he is. Uh, oh. That I watch for some reason. I watched that movie a lot during uh, one of the free weekends when Encore was first a channel uh, on cable. <laughs> so I, I, when I was very young, I watched Mask multiple times. <laughs> a very different movie than Jim Carrey's one. Yes. <laughs> I'm God. sure. I don't know. I mean, if you told no, me that shit was in the Jim Carrey one too, I would believe you because we need to do a, a re- nod we her. need to do a remake where Jim Carrey is the Eric Stoltz character in Mask. <laughs> yeah. He is doing more dramatic he roles is. these days, so he's almost old enough to be the Sam Elliott character. But it what? would be better as Eric Stoltz. Anyway, um, so you said you worked at a steak and shake, right? <laughs> now was back, back on topic. Uh, so you worked at Steak and Shake. You were that was your first job. You were a server there. Yes, sir. Yeah. So, you're, this is I'm assuming like you could serve there at what 16? Because there's no alcohol. At steak uh, yeah. Right? Yep. Yeah, so and it's, could, there's no alcohol in there. It's it's like a it's like a a diner. Yeah. You know, sit down diner. Yeah, so like you're 16 years old. Like, who are you? Who's 18 or 16 year old Andy serving at State? Um, like, what a lot of, the- well, it depended on the shift, but uh, um, and which section I would be uh, working because they they had everybody in in sections, just like a normal restaurant. But uh, section one was where the the kids sat, and back then you could smoke inside. There was oh. also the smoking section. The good old days. Um, mm. Yeah, yeah. So. So all the high schoolers would sit in section ones and that was uh uh that was always the easiest shift but it was the the least amount of money that you'd make because they you know you tip for shit but um yeah and uh you know and all the outer ring sections that are always kept nicer that's where the families would come in early in the evening and uh and order and also still be shitty tippers but you know it was a little bit better but you didn't have the theater kids drinking coffee and smoking cigarettes at you? Oh, they, you know, I was one of those theater kids. So, <laughs> <laughs> so they were all my friends coming in. Um, you know, I, 
I remember making out with uh, someone who was way out of my league once when uh, she she came. Uh, Pantera had done a concert in Indianapolis, and uh, and they all came to Steak and Shake afterwards, and they were all wearing their long sleeve Pantera shirts that I thought were really cool. And uh, uh, and she was super drunk, and she uh, just decided it was time to make out with me in the middle of my restaurant <laughs> during my shift. I was totally okay with that. I just you know it was my one of my first I'm jobs. So I was it. like pretty sure. I'm pretty sure you can make out with it, anybody if they start it. So that's, I, you know. I've read the manual when I was hired. There's nothing stated. Yeah. It's like, I can't make out with my manager or coworkers during my shift, but doesn't say customers. So. Uh, I'd like to make out with you, but I got to check with Mr. Gustafson first, if that's okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a hell of a tip, though. Yeah. <laughs> like you can keep the change like with the change i saw her at my at my 20 year high school reunion we're actually facebook friends she's uh she's still stunning <laughs> and still wearing that same pantera t-shirt I should hey, just, yes she that. never took it off she got uh yeah she she smelled weird but you know. <laughs> i imagine exiting a pantera concert there's gonna be a bit of a funk that you catch yeah yeah for a second there i thought you when you had said that i'm like wait pantera went to your steak and shake after (laughs) (laughs) you're just like we really need a steak burger and a chili three-way that's uh, (laughs) dime bag daryl's ordering uh, a triple malt like what's up yep that's how they get loose they're not drinking jack daniels they're just drinking malted milk they're just shotgunning beer Root beer, root beer, not getting root beer. Yeah, we're getting boats, baby. <laughs> Just that's what I thought. I'm like immediately, like I thought you were gonna like you're gonna name drop. Like I served Pantera at Steak and Shake. You know, you you, you guys fact check. <laughs> oh, you could have told us. You story could spin a yarn, man. Go right ahead. You made out with Pantera. I made out with Pantera. <laughs> there was that one time that I made out with Pantera. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, uh, a lot more tender than you'd think. They were. They were. Um, they were giving lovers. Yeah. They're, they were. You know. They looked you in your eyes, and you thought you saw eternity, and that's okay. Their lips were like kissing angels. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so you were there. You went to the the place with the you you sold drug dealers their their motive of a uh, contact. Uh, then you then you uh, went to a place where there was a a great restaurant heist for uh, uh, top forty lists and uh, uh, banknotes. Yeah, more, anything, more or less. Yep. yep. Anything else? Anything else from the from the uh, the heist restaurant? Anything uh, like you said? It was more of a fi- finer dining. So it was fine. Yeah, it was finer. It was it was a kind of place where typically people would order a bottle of wine with their meal. So, um, and if they bought the right bottle of wine, then, you know, the bottle that we were trying to, you know, upsell that night that, you know, we would, we would reap the benefits, but, uh, yeah, that was, that was my first experience with actually making like a shit ton of money in, in tips and Mm -hmm. being like, why isn't it, why isn't everyone a server? This is like fucking awesome, you know, because I'm, I'm at the time, I think I was, God, I think I maybe I was 20 when I was working at that restaurant. So, um, yeah, it was, it was super fun. And, uh, um, 
And the thing is, I wasn't friends with anybody I worked with. Um, I, I just basically, at, once my shift was done, I was, I, I beelined it out of there and just went to hang out with my friends who that were steak and doing shake. lots of better drugs. <laughs> just no. drinking coffee and smoking cigarettes over at the steak and shake. Yeah. Like, that's uh, where I made up with Pantera, you guys. Sure, uh, Andrew, sure. Yeah. You keep telling us that. Or we go to uh, Perkins and order bread bowls and coffee and uh, smoke cigarettes and write in our drinks. That's, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Getting a getting a mammoth muffin and uh <laughs> we couldn't afford nah. mammoth muffins. You get that <laughs> bottomless cup Red of coffee. Bowl, the honey That's what you got. And the coffee was bottomless, so yeah. ma'am, do you have any more French vanilla creamer? <laughs> I need some semblance of calories. <laughs> this is all I can afford. What's your policy on taking the Splenda with? Is that is that okay? Is it splendid for the table? Can I? Can I? Bring, how's this equal? Can I bring the equal with? I mean, I know you're not, you're not pushing a lot of equal. These Another days. share reference spokesperson for equal. My God, when? Oh, when was she? She did equal commercials way back. I think, in the it, was, day. I think it was around the. I think it was probably around the time of mask. Actually. Probably. <laughs> it was that. It was, she was doing that. The turn back time video and. Fighting off diabetes. So I had to look up what yeah. mask was. What the hell? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I wasn't gonna touch it, but like you guys brought it up again. What? It was. Yeah. yeah. Eric, still, it's a some powerhouse performance. Is that prosthetics? Yeah, movie for sure. Yes. Yeah. Well, yes. Okay. Eric, you know what Eric Stoltz looks like, no. right? Um, striking young what? man. No, he looks like, like just like that. Just like that. Eric Stoltz. Did you see Pulp Fiction? <laughs> yes. He's in Pulp Fiction. He's the guy at the house that has the adrenaline needle that they use to yeah, stab Uma Thurman in the chest with. Okay. He really grew into his head then. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, he got a lot of money for making the movie mask and then got a lot of plastic okay. surgery. Yeah, because that was nice. not looking good. <laughs> they used a belt sander to grind down the skull. <laughs> but his fast peeler. Good. <laughs> Actually, he got that by uh, watching the Turn Back Time video because that was his mother, and that just really, it really. So, if you really up. want to have fun with Derek Stoltz, Jalen, watch mm-hmm. the original cut of Back to the Future. Oh yeah, he, before they fired him, mm-hmm. he was Marty yeah. McFly before Michael J. Fox, and they fired yeah. him and after they filmed- made like the entire movie. Yeah, they, he filmed a lot of scenes. It was crazy. Oh, yeah. I'm sure somewhere on the internet you can see like a side by side comparison, like them doing the exact same scene. Mm-hmm. It's it's weird. No, there's a good it's one a there where they're movie. in the in the diner and he sees his Marty McFly sees his dad for the first time and you see his head peek out from George McFly's head from that side shot. They do yeah. a side they yeah. do a side by side of Eric Stoltz and Michael mm-hmm. J. Fox both peeking out with yeah. that same exact shot. It's really weird. True, but I think Michael J. Fox won because he went off to make Spin City. So I mean, that's oh no, he made Spin City after The Secret of My Success. Oh, that's right. And and yes, and, and, and Doc Hollywood. <laughs> yes, Doc Hollywood. Yep, we all the real Michael J. Fox vehicles that no one talks about. <laughs> hey, Jalen, how come your name says? 
Ding, 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 ding. It's that time in the episode where someone inevitably asks, this is a new a new segment on the Awful Service podcast where the guest asks why Jalen's name is not Jalen. Uh, I use my girlfriend's Zoom. Yeah, because oh. she has like a, she has an account through the U of M. Okay. Yeah, it, it gets called out every, <laughs> every episode we've done since we've done Zoom. Every episode someone's I like feel what? like a basic everybody didn't you know that uh uh jalen is actually long for so i didn't know if you knew yeah. that yeah yeah so. giving jalen all right. this extra work guys yeah <laughs> yeah yep. you know what honestly it's kind of fun uh no uh so you're you've worked in so you've done a lot of uh over the phone work as well andrew yes do you have I like have a, a favorite like cursing out sort of thing that you've ever received um not i mean there's been a there's been a couple um but uh a lot of times uh i i worked at zero res which is a carpet cleaning company for for six years and um you'd be surprised how many people like live or die on the cleanliness of their carpet um especially during uh uh during graduation party oh. season oh my god that's uh yeah people are are in need of their carpet cleaning and um the i mean the biggest time of the year was uh was always before thanksgiving that was the busiest busiest wow. time after thanksgiving it dropped because uh you'd think that it would pick up again for christmas it wouldn't um the uh uh people have you know blew their load with their families on thanksgiving christmas they you know they're focusing all their money uh on presents and stuff so um yeah the uh uh the the time right be, like right right now you know graduation well, i guess it's we're done with graduation because this year was weird but uh the uh yeah graduations uh party season and uh thanksgiving always really heated calls people really really intense and angry um we would give them three hour arrival windows which is you know pretty standard for what we do because you know a, a technician goes to a house they don't know what they're walking into they you know they could think that they're cleaning up three rooms with no animals and it could be a crazy cat lady with you know cats shitting in the <laughs> bookshelves and um, you know and so they end up spending six hours at this one house and they have like you know five other appointments to get to and you know their second person of the day to clean they were supposed to be there at night and you know 10 o'clock in the app in the morning and they're not getting there until like three in the afternoon. So people would call in very, very irate. And my book club is coming this evening and they can't see oh. the red wine stains. Oh, I yeah, don't want absolutely. them knowing Barry is a drunk and I yeah. can't. <laughs> yep. The biggest thing was, would be uh, uh pets, pet urine issues mm. or, or shit stains. And, uh, you know, we would, we would call them it's, it's bio biological issues. And, uh, um, it's pretty good. If you're ever looking to call a carpet cleaning company, you just call it bio and they'll know what you mean. That's some lingo. Yeah, I like That's it. The first lesson. You're getting the inside <laughs> uh, scoop so, listeners. So people would, people would say, Oh, I don't have any animals. Don't worry about it because we would have to ask because it's an extra charge and it's pretty hefty charge. It could be like over a hundred dollars to, to treat, you know, pet urine spots. And, uh, if not more. And, uh, so people would have book club meetings that night and, you know, 
if it was a normal carpet, you know, we got there in the morning and things were perfect, but they didn't tell us about the cat having, you know, no kidneys and, <laughs> and <laughs> all over everything. And, you know, and if you, it, I don't understand why cat owners have carpet. Uh, they, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. Just have, uh, have laminate, have tile. I don't just don't have carpet. It's just cats will ruin your life and, uh, and your pocketbook. But yeah. So people lie about their carpet. Lie about the size of your penis. Uh, lie about how much money you make. You know, uh, what's your take home? I, you know, $150,000. What's yours? Um, 11 and a half inches limp, you know, it's just uh, lie about that stuff. The important thing, not about if you have 14 cats and they're all, uh, they all drink a lot of water. <laughs> just, I know I'm just like thinking like someone's hiding cats in the attic. You know, like, <laughs> did, like the technicians just trying to do it. And they just hear a bunch of rumbling. And I'm, do you have cats? No, I don't know where this odor's even coming from. That's why I need your help. <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, we would get we would get calls uh, where um, like people would accuse technicians of stealing. Oh, um, oh those are always the best because we would immediately have to like transfer it to HR, and then we would get off the phone with them and be like, "Oh my God, guess what? You know, this person <laughs> stole an iPad. What? <laughs> like, um, you know, and and some of that should happen, but uh, there were there were also some calls that we would get like. Um, yeah, I called uh, last week and I talked with your HR guy about your, my technician stealing uh, an iPad and I found it in my couch cushion. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Um, don't fire him like I screamed at you too. <laughs> you know? um, yeah, so it was, it was all sorts of weird shit. People are dumb. Yeah. You know this. Yeah, it's, you guys it's have a podcast. All about this that. <laughs> See, I'm just imagining like a uh, uh, like having a, a like an investigative unit at a at a carpet cleaning company. They're like, you know, it's a, they're like, oh well, you know, they said they stole all they, they stole uh, their family's priceless silver. Yeah, <laughs> just there's uh, one of my best one of my best friends, Bill Young, who uh, is a comic and uh, uh, passed away five years ago. He was a he was a technician at Zero his sister was my boss. She hired me and my entire interview was just me walking in and us making fun of Bill. Um, <laughs> and it was like, I you know, had the, it was the easiest interview I've ever had. Uh, and then, uh, but Bill would say that he would walk into, into homes and it was clear that people were like baiting him, trying to get him to like, you know, there was like a $50 bill underneath a, a lamp on an end table, like just clearly just sitting there. Oh, wow. Like, why would you have a fucking dollar bill? You know, or like they're, like, they're setting like them up buckets, like bowls full of like quarters or something, you know, like just right out there. And, and he's like, you know, just don't even, don't even touch. I don't even touch the furniture that it's on. Fuck that. I'm not going to, not going to buy into it. Um, but yeah. Could you be careful cleaning around our Ming vase over here, please. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he said, uh, People would would try to uh, like trick him into stealing, so they could maybe get a free cleaning out of it. So, yeah. oops, I tripped and dropped my Mickey Mantle rookie card. Yeah. Ooh, Batman number twenty-seven. <laughs> mm. Don't. Oh, do you like the uh, do you like the painting? It's an original Van Gogh, 
and yeah. we don't we just leave it on the wall we don't even yeah. have it bolted. i'm going i have to go to the store i'll just lock up behind you <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. yeah you know to catch a carpet cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> why don't you have a seat right here on this upholstery you just cleaned good job by the way uh, but there was like there was 35 cents in the ashtray before you started cleaning and now it's gone yeah we uh there was there was one uh one call that i got uh where a woman uh said that uh I, I found your technician in the basement, one of the basement bedrooms, and they weren't cleaning the basement. They were cleaning the second floor of the house. And I asked him what he was doing there. And he said, uh, I, I, I dropped something. And, <laughs> and like, I mean, that uh, technician was actually stealing from oh the house. God. It was like, <laughs> day that you know, it was like, dude, you were, you were like, what the fuck were you doing in the, like, this basement kid's bedroom? stealing you know uh, like a fucking weed something like that. <laughs> yeah well it was uh it was actually like it was two dollar bills that a grandparent had sent the, the child oh my god uh, <laughs> their and it, but it was like a stack of two dollar bills and um you know but no not like you know 150 grand in, <laughs> in two dollar bills two dollar bills non-sequential two dollar bills you know it was probably like 40 bucks in 20s or, or in two dollar bills so because uh, grandparents are weird yep. like that, and they think two dollar bills are fun. Um, oh, those two dollar uh, bills are the worst. I'm going to need yeah, to rant are. on this for a they moment are. because but, uh, yeah, think he was just, a, you know, caught red-handed. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I, I have to rant on this. Two dollar bills, I they're the bane of servers' existence. Yeah, they are because some people think that by leaving a couple of those, that the novelty of the fact they're two dollar bills will uh, make up for the fact that it's not even close to the percentage they should be oh, tipping. Sure. I've I had like I've had like fifty dollar tabs and people left me three two dollar bills. And they're like, oh, man. man, if you're if you're really good, we may have left you a couple sack of Jawias <laughs> too, you know. <laughs> they or they yeah they leave you they leave you that or they leave you some Susan B. Anthony's and and a couple JFK coin you know fifty cent pieces and they're like, ooh, you know. <laughs> My favorites are the uh, uh, have you ever, did you ever get a boner dollar? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. On the back of the uh, the one dollar bill, it says one, and then somebody yep. in Sharpie writes a B and then an R, and it's uh, yep. boner, and yep. uh, it's hilarious, and that's kind of worth the tip. I mean, <laughs> <it's, you know. laughs> I mean, I was waiting tables right when the uh, the Track George app thing was a big deal, where they would stamp oh, yeah. it on the one dollar bill and like you could see where every place this one dollar bill's been, except for yeah. no, because no one really did it. But like you, you know, what I forgot. Those. I I forgot to tell you, I was a barista for a while too. I'm sorry. Uh, it, that like didn't cr even cross my mind. Yeah, I yeah, I was a I was a barista for a couple of years, and uh, the track that's that's when I was a barista is during the track George thing. So when it was quiet, I would actually track George, and I would see where my you know all my dollars usually were you know they originated in Edina or something. So <laughs> none of them were impressive. But yeah. This one has been to Deja Vu. Oh, speaking of <laughs> which, uh, Deja Vu and uh, $2 bills. Uh, strip clubs are notorious for giving out change in uh, using $2 bills because they figure if 
uh, someone's coming home with a bunch of $2 bills at the tell that they've been to the strip club. So they're more likely to tip out the $2 bills back to the dancers. So they're not coming home with a bunch of $2 bills on them. Yeah, That's a weird a way for your grandma to tell out. you she's a stripper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here, little Timmy, here's some of my $2 tips. <laughs> Some Werther's original and two dollar bills. <laughs> I use the Werther's as nipple covers. Graham oh. <laughs> Graham had to work really hard for those two dollar bills, Billy. So you better appreciate your birthday. You send her a thank you. Do you know how many Japanese businessmen she had to pleasure? Oh. Uh. <laughs> She's still depixelating herself. <laughs> so it's a dial-up modem on her geo geo sites website. Juno.com account. It's still running. <laughs> Have you guys ever noticed, like old people, when they um, when it, you can always tell when uh, if you ask somebody uh, for their email and it's a really complicated one, like capital X, you know, small Y two, three, nine with an exclamation mark, it's always going to be at AOL.com oh, yeah. because put the fear of God into everybody in the beginning part. My of the dad's internet. email address is still the email address that he got through the, the cable company in which he subscribes to. Oh, is it, My is it Comcast? No, it's Midco. Midco. See, yeah, they, and your dad's their only Probably. customer. <laughs> Still pays for his email account. Pro yeah, it's probably included in his cable subscription. He gets that like email I, address fee. Yeah, I, I paid for an email account uh, for a year because I was pretentious and it was from England. Um, and it was, oh, yeah, it was it just I actually I paid $20 for this fucking email. account. <laughs> if I tried, it would be free. But it was uh it was hyperballad at westminsterabbey.co.uk. That's pretty cool. Swear to God, and it, that's yeah, worth it, it now. Was... Just do a VPN now, and you could probably get them all free. I don't speak your hacker Sorry. language. This is the oh, Matrix over here. If if this is the hackers, uh, does that mean that Nathan is uh, Angelina Jolie? I would love to yeah. be Angelina Jolie. Johnny, uh, what's his name? Back when all you needed was a payphone, and no, you could man. somehow hack the I'm web. I'm Matthew Lillard. <laughs> who's like, who's like the bad guy from uh, who was the guy from Short Circuit? Uh, yep, I think those are the only two movies he ever made. Matthew Lillard? <laughs> no, 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 the bad guy from Hackers. No. <laughs> With that, he had that. He was the he was the original uh, hacker with the long trench coat and like the weird sunglasses and like kind of the emo looking thing. And he rode like, a skateboard. Yeah, in a it was corporate office. He was very cool. Yeah, very well before like the Matrix or before any of that. Like all the archetypes is actually the guy from Hackers. All of, all of like the technology bad dudes all have kind of blended off of him, if you really think about it. I like to think the only thing that's actually accurate about Hackers, the movie, is the uh, the code names that they came up with, like Zero Cool. <laughs> yep. uh, because 
I mean, if you think about it, like, you know, like, my, what's your hacker name? Matt. What? No, it's not. What? Really? <laughs> yes, I'm Andrew. What? <laughs> you know. Yeah, so ridiculous. people can recognize me, of course. <laughs> Go by laser eyes 724858. <laughs> and all of those numbers mean something to me. Oh, absolutely. It's it, it's it's a code. <laughs> and if you could figure out that code, you played advanced Dungeons and Dragons in the 80s, the 80s edition, and then you, you look it up, and then that's a, an allusion to another thing. And um, this is why I still live with my parents. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so <laughs> you've been a, so you're, you're, you've worked as a phone operator doing the customer yeah. service. You've been cursed out. Have you ever gotten like I, I've done it before. I, I, I had to cold call, though, which is a whole worse bag of worms. That's like a fresh hell. Yeah, that's awful. But I had to cold call Canadians. <laughs> oh. Yeah, from the United States, which even makes less sense. But, you know, St. Cloud. Um, and like we would get cursed out in the most polite ways they would tell us to like you know like would you please kindly fuck off <laughs> gonna kill me and then said have a nice day like it was it was the most bizarre thing or they would just pretend that they only spoke french oh sure <laughs> and that's even weirder when you're calling saskatoon <laughs> but they try they would they would try uh, so you've, you've been cursed out over the phone, I'm sure, multiple times. Yeah. Yeah, because people, you were trying to, you said you're in your latest job, it's people who are trying to get their money. Yes, from class action lawsuits. That's the most yeah. recent gig, yeah. So do you get a lot of sob stories with that? Absolutely, yeah. We get, uh, we get uh, especially now, mm -hmm. um, you know, with, uh, I mean, essentially quarantine still happening and people out of work and stuff. Um, if these people are owed any kind of financial uh, uh, award for this, for being a class member mm -hmm. of a litigation. And yeah, they're, even if it's, even if it's nominal, like $10, they will, uh, you know, they will jump through fiery hoops to get whatever money is owed to them. And, uh, uh, and there are, there are some class actions that are sizable. However, most, uh, you know, 99% of them are, you know, here's 18 bucks and you know, sorry that you bought this food subscription service in, you know, 2012 mm -hmm. and it's now 2020 and you're getting, here's, you know, 28 bucks. There you go. Oh, I got, I got one once. It yeah. wasn't, it wasn't part of a class action lawsuit. It was a company trying to uh, get ahead of the curves before the class action lawsuits started coming out. And what happened was oh. there was a horrible train derailment in the town that I lived in that spilled anhydrous ammonia everywhere and basically poisoned the entire city. <laughs> and the company just like set up an office and it said, if you come into our office and you were affected in any way by this derailment, and you promise not to sue us, we're going to give you $250. 250 yeah. That's, That's it? it? Oh, my God. Wow. Then, and all you had to do was oh, everyone in town did it. Like, people that, like, weren't in the infected area would be like, yeah, I smelled it. 
pay up. <laughs> <laughs> People coming in from Milwaukee. It was like, hey. Yeah. You know. I what smelled that weird cloud. Where's my 250? <laughs> so I did that and I bought subwoofers and put them in my 86 Chevy Nova. Nice. <laughs> but but Nathan, where did you call your mom from after nine o'clock at night? Oh no, I was still living with mom. Don't worry about that. Uh, uh, fair enough. <laughs> oh damn, man. So uh, is there any other stories? Anything that comes to mind, Andrew? Anything else you'd like to share with the listeners? Um. Hmm. No, just I mean, you know, uh, just just fair warning to everybody who goes out, especially now, and uh, and and is served by someone who is risking their lives to get you your uh, your taquitos and your uh, waffle fries with seasoned sour cream. Um, Delicious. Uh, tip double, assholes. Man, no shit. <laughs> just, just what what the hell is wrong with you? And and people people aren't they're they're not serving they're not they're not working so they can get into a mass debate with you they're they're working so they can you know pay their cell phone bill and rent so uh leave leave your politics at the door or you know just stay home order takeout so Uh, so, so it sounds like uh, you may have a uh, uh, you may have an idea about our next segment here but um i always like to ask my guests first andrew uh how would you define uh the concept of a karen a, a karen yes um ooh. a karen is uh an individual who thinks of themselves as a very good person mm. yet expects a certain level of attention and service from people uh who they don't think is as good of a person as they are and they a high percentage of them treat other people like shit in the service industry and uh they are probably the worst people that you could possibly know and uh unfortunately there's so many um like uh, they they are a litmus test for a person's character if if you are shitty to a server you are a shitty person and and if you if, if your significant other or even your or your spouse is horrible to someone don't apologize to the server leave the person and and then married the server, but uh, you know, you know, just uh, yeah. There's just there's no excuse for Karens. I you know I've had I've had awful food served to me in restaurants, but you know what? I'm fat, so I eat a lot of stuff that I probably shouldn't and didn't want to. But here I am, and you know what? I I do not leave a wake of of sad people uh, behind me when I leave a restaurant. And I usually tip, and you always tip at least 20%. At least, at least. So Karen's, yeah, Karen's are terrible. <laughs> that's that's a very thorough that, that's, explanation. Yes, very right. much I, so. I was a member of the of the no care. I think I am still a member. Of the, there's like a Facebook group about Karen's. And 
I had to I had to snooze it for at least thirty days or unfollow it or something because the stories would just just agitate me so much <laughs> that I like ruined my day. And yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah, so uh, we on the Awful Service podcast are here to battle the scourge that are known as Karens, the, the thing in the society. Uh, and this we do that every week with a little segment that we like to call uh, the Karen of the Week. This is Karen. I'm your boss. Oh, my God, Karen. Oh, my God, Karen. Oh, my God, Karen. Each and every week, our lovely cast member, Third Mike, and, and uh, Instagrammer extraordinaire, uh, Rebecca Wilson, uh, gives us an artistic interpretation of one of these Karens uh, that we find on things like that website that I, that I dig through to find so that we can discuss and, and fight this scourge. Uh, and, uh, this week is actually a little different cause it's not a Karen. It's what we also refer to as a Kieran, Andrew, uh, Kieran's are male Karens. Uh, and here is Rebecca with Karen of the week. Okay. Ladies, I get it. You don't want a pleasant evening chat. You don't want a gentleman to walk you to your car. You don't want a friendly dude to help you carry your groceries or hold open the door or crush the life out of other men that would do you harm. Fine. Fear the good guys. I guess we'll just have to suffer through watching you get broken over and over by the scum you love. But I want you to know, it's not easy, and it hurts to see you fall. Give the good guys a chance to help you be less afraid of the world. Yep. That's, uh... Sounds like a real cool guy. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I need a shower. I'm, like, tired right now. (laughs) Anybody else tired? So, because you're shaking so hard, <laughs> you're like, <laughs> okay. Um, it's really hard. She has such a fantastic voice. Uh, Rebecca does. It's hard. It's hard to really be mad. <laughs> but um, uh, does she, does she does she have a bucket next to her when she has to read that shit? <laughs> Spit or something like the poor, <laughs> but poor woman. My God, um, I think she just has a cigarette that she just takes and burns holes in photos of her enemies <laughs> when yeah. she does it. I don't even know if Rebecca is still. Well, I know she still smokes sometimes, but like you know, just she just sits there and just bursts the eyeballs. You know, like afterward. I don't know. I mean, I I I wonder. I feel bad. I feel like I might be doing like something against the Geneva Convention, but you know, she says she likes doing it. So I mean, yeah. here we are. Uh, yeah, but like that's that whole like that whole nice guy narrative. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh well, you know, oh, you're gonna go with the scumbags. Don't come uh, crying to me when he breaks your heart. Yeah, like the- oh god, why don't you? Oh ugh, <laughs> yeah, and um, I'll you know I uh there there are a couple uh, couple of things I I I I I like about myself. Very few, but one of them <laughs> is uh, admitting when I'm wrong if I'm called out. 
and uh, I will I will happily do it if I can you know if I was like oh god I, I didn't see it from that point of view I absolutely agree with you like just today it happened because somebody on Facebook posted a um, uh, a billboard that uh, that I took as like a right-wing propaganda um, it was uh, it was actually something about uh, uh, George Floyd and um, and I and I just I read it incorrectly and it was actually about uh, it was a billboard uh, saying no more no more people dying in prisons nobody should die in prison because of COVID-19 and um, and wrongful imprisonment and things like that and uh, and I and I took it as like uh, as something so off off point and I uh, and I commented on it and then the person who originally posted this was like Andrew you know actually this is about you know uh, and kind of laid out the the points that the billboard was trying to make and I and I reread it and uh the person who posted it originally actually said read carefully and I didn't because <laughs> I'm a, I'm I'm grotesquely stupid sometimes and I and I was just like I was embarrassed uh but I refused to uh if I fuck up I'm not going to like be the guy that deletes my original comment and then all of a sudden all the comments after where the comment that I deleted is gone it just sounds like they're talking nonsense <laughs> about um, so I was like you know you're absolutely right I am so I you know call call me out that was stupid I didn't read clearly like you said and and you know I you know I'm sorry but um I've been that nice guy I have I have been that toxic person that thinks you know why are you dating this complete asshole when you have this right here clearly in the friend zone if you you know choose to to believe in that in that thing you know um awful off i deserve every <laughs> ounce of heartache i've ever endured in my life because of of acting like i like i'm i'm a treasure why yeah. don't you see that <laughs> i'm the one who makes you laugh and always listens to you yeah you're i'm you know, and if, if I'm doing that as a friend, cool, cool. But if I'm doing that to try to fuck you, you're a, I'm the, I'm the worst Karen there is. Like, that's fucking awful. Oh my God. But yeah, the nice guy thing, it's, it is. Oh, that's, that's oh, a bad spot to be in. I'm not saying that they're, they're worse than people who actually hit women, but they're, they're next to they're, them. They're next to them. They're the kind of you guys know? that eventually might. Yes, absolutely. There's some sort of pent up something boiling that's gonna some you're gonna take it out on someone. Is it gonna be that person that you claim yes, to you, love? That's oh yeah, absolutely, Nathan. It, it's scary. And I'm glad that I'm you know, and I think I like to think that I was maybe in my early twenties and very inexperienced at relationships when I was like that, but uh, you know, um don't have a lot of relationships under my belt so uh, maybe it was uh, as soon as uh last week i don't know i <laughs> maybe i'm still sure i have no idea but i like i'd like to think that um you know there there are ways to not be the ni be a nice guy and not be that nice guy um, yeah there's no such thing as like the friend said. zone like that's the, the guys who do that. They're the ones like, oh, she stuck me in the friend zone. I'm the break glass in case she needs cock, bro, dude. You know, like you get a lot of those, get that, you get those guys with that attitude and like, no, like 
she probably decided like if she met you she's like no this guy isn't for me and then you just got to be like that's cool we're friends whatever and that's that's all you got to do so if you're out there and you believe in the friend zone uh, uh don't yeah it just be there be a friend be a friend you know <laughs> if you're trying to fuck them you're not their friend you're a potential predator right you know <laughs> that's God. Yeah, that one that one made us uh, dirty. You know, you know, when you think about those guys, you have to ask yourself one question. Uh, gee, why did it Ooh, fail? I did it fail. Yes, we uh, that's a seamless transition uh, to our next uh, our next uh, 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 part. That's about, it's a it's a topic where we talk about different um, uh, different restaurant chains, retail chains. Uh, sometimes we talk about promotions, uh, or in this week, we're actually talking about a failed menu item. And we, we, we learn about it, and then we discuss, what, I wonder why that didn't work out. Uh, this week, we are talking about uh, uh, another McDonald's creation. Ooh. We are talking about the Hula Burger. I'm going to take a wild stab as they try to throw in a piece of pineapple on one of their burgers. Even better. Uh, they removed the burger, and it was just a piece of pineapple on a bun with cheese. <laughs> yep. Nuh-uh. Yep. Nuh-uh. So McDonald's founder Ray Kroc was a brilliant businessman uh, when he kept out of the kitchen, this is. After buying the business rights from the McDonald's brothers, he expanded in new geographic markets, but soon discovered a problem with the sales regions with large Catholic populations. Uh, according to church canon, Catholics over the age of 14 were to abstain from eating meat on Fridays. So Ray Kroc, as in, yes, that Ray Kroc, um, had high hopes for his non-meat option called the Hula Burger. It was a grilled piece of pineapple with cheese on a bun. His burger was to compete against the filet of fish sandwich which was invented by an actual Catholic franchisee of McDonald's. They already had an alternative that was selling well on Fridays. But Ray Kroc's like, you know what? No. Grilled pineapple with cheese. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, you know, since, like, since the time when this was coming out, they relaxed it a little bit, and then it just became just a Lenten thing. And that's when they were, you know, would they do it? But they, they had this idea that they were going to put a piece of grilled pineapple. It, it failed so spectacularly that it didn't even make it through one. Like they did, they did one like spring of it during the Lenten season. And it just did not work. That's why you don't yeah, see McDonald's the, the anymore. Completely, <laughs> completely. Yeah, but I mean, like, I get, like, I get when you put a pineapple on a burger, on like on a beef patty with cheese, it is good, you know, like, you know, mm -mm, that is a tasty burger. We were talking about Pop Fiction earlier. It all comes back, Jalen. All comes back to the movie Mask. That's where it all, it all goes. <laughs> yes, pagers and all cell phones. But uh, you know, I can understand that. It, it, like a pineapple on a burger, it does work, but like. The fact that they're just like, you know, we're going to take the meat out. And now if you think about it too, like how expensive would that have actually have been? 
I mean, like that could not have been a cheap option because, you know, pineapple, you can only grow in certain climate. And they were trying to do that for all of their franchisees. I'd be down with like a pineapple meat. Pineapple. Oh, you mean like pineapples for the buns? Burger. Yeah. Thick a little. Uh, that sounds Sticky. messy. With a knife and fork burger. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. I'm a... We all know that. Yeah. Uh, we all know that Jalen is actually very fancy. He's a, I'm very with fancy. that that mustache <laughs> and his pinkies up attitude. Madison Avenue haircut and. Uh... <laughs> fork yeah. and knife in my little. Yeah, little with burger. your. With your awful service floss <laughs> to get those pineapple chunks out of there later. No, but yeah, like, like that's that's kind of a it just that goes to show like someone he was trying to be innovative, he was trying to think of something new and different, and then just completely missed it. And 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 if you know anything about Ray Kroc, yeah. he actually was really the reason that McDonald's is McDonald's what it is. But it was tr- also true that every time he tried to come up with a menu item, they just failed spectacularly with it they 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 glossed over that part of him in that, uh, that movie the founder and with, michael uh, keaton yeah but they didn't want to make mike keaton look like a loser yeah. okay because mike keaton and i call him mike he's a winner he's a winner we all know that we all yes. saw birdman he is Agreed. a winner and uh, i won't hear anything else of it uh, but you know what? This is uh, this has been fun. This has been a fun episode, Andrew. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. We have one last segment before we leave, though, uh, and that's a little fun one. We like to call Human Yelp Reviews. Uh, Human Yelp Reviews is the part of the podcast where you, as the uh, as our our guest, get to review us as a podcast. You can either do us individually, or you can do the whole show together. We prefer it out of a five star metric, but that's only a suggestion. So uh, you you can have that. Oh, sorry, no theme music <laughs> yeah. for this one. Oh, I'm I, the theme music is running on my. Is, I have my own, so. <laughs> and it's Bohemian Rhapsody, and it has to play. Cool, football. it's the full uh, twelve minute live version from Live Aid. Yeah, <laughs> Inagata <laughs> Davida. <laughs> um, my uh, my uh, Yelp. Oh, uh, arrived at podcast in my own living room. Um, was given the link and uh, showed up. Uh, uh, was good to see uh, Nathan and uh, and Jalen's face. Uh, sick of seeing Matt. <laughs> Seen him too, too many times this summer. Uh, less of him. Uh, maybe uh, more art on the wall in Matt's house. Uh, there's no art anywhere. Uh, Nathan, yes. need better lighting for yep. you. Um, yep. Um, uh, Jalen, uh, uh, sing more. Sing more? All right. Yeah. I feel that you would be a good... Uh, you just seem like you would be good at karaoke. I don't I know. I am pretty like, good at karaoke. You're just, you're just, an, you're just an amiable fellow. Um, podcast, uh, in general, I'm going to give this... Uh, uh, am I allowed to give it five stars? Yes, absolutely. Because I've had a good time, and I, uh, um, it's like a time travel uh, podcast because I, I think we started at like eight thirty, eight forty-five, and it's already ten thirty. Really? Oh my god! Oh my I, god! I'm flown 
and you know we we talked a lot about some pop culture things and service industry Majors. and we didn't get into like the the paper hats that i had to wear uh at uh steak and no. shake but it's okay but i had a good time pray all right uh before you go andrew how do people follow you uh you can uh on monday nights i host the monday night comedy show which has been going on for 13 Woo! and a half years now um we are uh starting off tomorrow uh uh, we have a uh, Facebook Live event tomorrow night at 8 p.m., Monday nights, 8 p.m. Um, you can also check us out on our YouTube channel, which is just the Monday Night Comedy Show. And um, it is a free-to-watch show, but you can always tip the performers. We encourage it. We have a Venmo link that shows up every once in a while. And uh, we are uh, partnering up with nanotaco.com, which is an audiovisual studio in Northeast Minneapolis. Uh, starting tomorrow, August 3rd, and uh, uh, going, you know, till question mark. And uh, we are able to show a lot of uh, videos. So if you have hilarious videos, uh, either music videos, sketches, what have you, we want to see it. And uh, we will love to show it because we need content. So, um, and we're able to have some live studio performances by local comics, which we're really excited about. And uh, we're just we're taking it the Monday Night Comedy Show to the next level, and uh, uh, hopefully people uh, want to join us. So please watch us 8 p.m. Monday nights. Wonderful. Uh, Jalen, how do people follow you? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, Telling Tall Tale, Instagram, Telling Tall Tales. Uh, uh, you can find me at Nathan Smezrud on Facebook and Twitter, and N Smezrud on Instagram. And you can follow me and. Uh, I am at Chubby Waiter on Twitter uh, because, uh, as I always say, I believe in truth in advertising. Uh, I also just Matt Doima on Facebook and on the Instagram. Uh, you can follow the podcast. Follow us across all platforms where we're uh, always sharing great content. And uh, still, we're still looking for your stories. So, listeners, uh, if you have your own stories you want to send in, we absolutely love hearing from you guys. Uh, be sure to rate us too. We we I'd love to get some more ratings on uh, on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you rate your um, premium free podcasts. Uh, we're we're in a. Uh, I like to consider myself a premium free podcast, um, in that we're free of premiums. Uh, Andrew, again, this has been a blast. Uh, I love you, buddy. Thank you so much. I know that uh, all of us are grateful for the Monday Night Comedy Show. So it's, it's always one of the uh, the fun, and uh, I, I I I am looking forward to uh, appearing on there again sometime eventually. Absolutely, and actually, uh, Rebecca Wilson is performing on the tenth of August. Oh, nice. uh, in studio, Ooh. so she'll be one of our first uh, comics to see the new space, and uh, um, and by new I mean you know during quarantine, so or during quarantine, Perfect. so it's nice and safe. Masks are Wonderful. required. All right. Well. Uh, everyone, I hope you have a, a, a wonderful, uh, you had a wonderful listening experience. I don't know why I said it that way, but there we are. Keep it, just keep it. I fucking sounded like an idiot, but here we are. Um, and as always, uh, tip your fucking bartender at least 20%. Yeah. And have a good night. Bye. <laughs>